This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. We are live. What's up, boys and girls? Welcome into the Monday edition of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book. Myself, Matt Peralt here on Props.com, on the Props YouTube channel, and a variety of other places. We are back after a big football weekend with a big football game tonight. Hockey and basketball all afternoon. Dave, you tweeted about it. Big day for the book, huh? It's crazy. So, you, you know, it's a Monday and it's a holiday. And that means people that have kids have their kids at home. So when you work like in a- the book, you're like, <laughs> you're trying to manage that and a full slate of day games. It's a lot of scrambling. It's a lot of, um, there's a lot of soft numbers today on the board. Ooh. All over really? the place. Yes, mm. this usually this usually doesn't result in a good day for the books because there's just too much on the menu. And well, I mean, I'm on Purdue. I'm on Purdue plus one today, and they're up by eleven at the break. Yeah, so that number doesn't look too good. Yeah, <laughs> at the moment from a book perspective, yeah. I was actually kind of stunned that Illinois was a home favorite against Purdue. But we'll see what the second half looks like. But Purdue's up thirty-seven twenty-six right now. Their bigs are having their way, which I thought was why I liked Purdue today. Their size, I thought, was going to have a really big impact defensively and offensively on the game. So. Purdue up by 11. We have the Celtics playing against the Pelicans here today. Knicks are in action coming up here. I think tipping off right now at MSG. Got hockey coming up here in a little bit as well. So it's not a typical Monday because it all rolls into Monday night, which we'll get to here in just one second because it is a very unique day for that reason. But real quick, it is MLK Day. It's it's a weird thing for me, Dave, because – Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated on my birthday. Now, 11 years before, but I was born April 4th, 1977, or or, sorry, nine years, April 4th, 1977. April 4th, 1968 in Memphis is when Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. So I've always had kind of a weird connection to this day. And it's always a day where I think as a white guy, I have no idea what this day means, but I know for African-American friends of mine, this day has been special. And this day we have our banks closed. We've got our schools that are closed. All federal government agencies are closed. The post office is closed. So it is a day where like, okay, it's a holiday, but it's also, I feel like a day of reflection for a lot of people in this country. Oh, a hundred percent. It always, it always was because um, like when you read what he wrote and things that he said, and you watch his speeches and things. It had an impact period, no matter what color you are. And I've been able to kind of, you know, I'm I'm very involved with the kids as they do their schoolwork. And this was always one of those things where we talked about it and like what it meant and like, you know, him being assassinated and why that was so important, um, you know, in the scope of history. And then in the book, 
we had a guy who used to call um, these parlays the I have a dream parlay. <laughs> that is amazing. So, so it's amazing. Every year when this came up, like, and we dubbed it all the time, we called it, you know, the MLK parlay. Or, Can we know, do one of those today before, before we're done? We might have to. I mean, it's Can we just, do an I have a dream parlay. I have for, a dream for the games. I, I yeah. It. Yeah, I have a dream. So, let's find an I have a dream during during better to book it. Let's find an I have a dream parlay to give the folks here today to bet that I I, I will bet with you or I oh. bet for the show. I'll place the wager on this and I have a dream parlay if I have time because I got to go over and cash the ticket that Teresa went ahead and, and put in at Red Rock for me. So we're we're one and oh with the wife putting in bets for me in her career. So that may well, be something I got to monitor. You complain sometimes, or you've mentioned that you know she hasn't worked enough. Well, now she got a new job. Just so you oh, know, yeah, Teresa. Now that's it. Now you got to go. Like she's when not I working today, by the way. Go. She's for the first time in 2020, and for the first for the first time in six weeks, she's at she's she's at work today. Oh my! Oh, Teresa's at work Monday, Friday. She's 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 got a new job. And she's not working, so I won't be complaining anymore. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> so you got the full house. Of uh, in-laws, the in-laws being here. This is one of those things we're having the in-laws here because today is an off day and tomorrow is a half day. So now having the in-laws upstairs, keeping Madeline from being down here during the show is like, a <laughs> yeah, there are some benefits to having the in-laws here. And that's one of them. Big, another, big benefit. another benefit was dinner last night and you didn't have to stay and, and watch the, the night game, which turned out to be one of the uh, offensive showcases for <laughs> One of the better teams against one of the um, what did you call them fraudulent teams? So yes, how was dinner? Frauds. Was dinner good? Dinner was really good. We went to that Italian place in uh, T- Tivoli Village. That's like Echo and Rig is like my place. Yeah, Tivoli Tivoli Village. Anything, anything a new place opens up, the new Italian place opened up there that Teresa wanted to try. Very good. We we all were very big okay. fans. We'll of, put it in the rotation. Of, I of like that. that. Yeah, it was uh, not not that far from you, not that far from me. Right. Um, Echo and Rig. Everyone says, "I was like, what's the steakhouse to go to?" You got to go way off strip. But Echo and Rig is right. a butcher in a butcher shop in the bottom, and a restaurant in the top. That's my favorite restaurant yeah. in Vegas. So yeah. I go there. I go there quite a bit on on that. But who had the worst performance of the weekend? Everyone's saying that wearing the Patriot hat today is a bold choice, but you know. <laughs> I, I I am till I die. I, I think the Patriots defense had the worst performance of the weekend. Fair. Uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. They're, they're, they're one of the favorites. Seven drives to start a game ending in a touchdown. Seven historic, historically bad performance. Pretty for bad. The Patriots for the Patriots defense. Eagles are a close second. Eagles close. defense real close. I mean, they were bageled until the third quarter. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> Eagles Steelers right defense there. right there. Steelers defense, uh, you know, third, second or third choice. Um, third quarter defense was really bad for the for, for the Steelers defense out of halftime. They, I mean, giving up the touchdown at the end of the first half was huge for me to cover the minus seven. So that Kelsey touchdown was enormous. I I wrote it off. I the we're at the restaurant. And the bars behind us, and there was only one TV in the whole place, and it was over my left hand shoulder. Yeah, and it was it was seven nothing after the TJ Watt scoop. And Wait, score. you didn't I, sit down so you could see the TV? I I didn't. Teresa offered, and I was like, "Don't worry about it. I'll just turn." And it, it, it wasn't that bad, so I could just look over my shoulder. So I just kind of <laughs> turned. Once it was seven nothing, I went, "Okay, that bet's dead," and I turned over. And then my father in law said, "Up oh, seven seven. 
And then I was like, hmm. And then they scored on that drive with four minutes to play. It was 14-7. And I started doing the math. I was like, I got three timeouts to get the two-minute warning. Ben can't do anything offensively. (laughs) If they punt, I'm going to get a field goal. And I was like, I'm going to get a cover on this field goal. And instead, Kelsey goes zoop right down the sidelines and boom, into the end zone. And we cover easily. Game over. And that was game over right then. Cause then they get the ball to start the second half. The Steelers won the toss and took the ball <laughs> with that offense. You figure, Oh, we must have a really good scripted drive. We're going to take the ball first. We're not going to defer. They go three and out. And I was like, what, what's going on? And I don't know. Dallas's offense uh, could be a candidate for worst performance of the weekend. The NFL officiating um, it's maybe oh. the fifth choice down, but it's, it's up there. There it's was a there. lot of bad choices. Uh, or, or or worse performances candidates, I think we could have a fun time making lines and taking bets because I think a bunch of different fan bases would come at us to vote for the worst performance of the weekend. Okay, so, so let's go to this now. I saw this everywhere. People making the joke about the college football playoff expansion. This is why we shouldn't expand the playoffs in college. This is yep. why the bowl season's dead. I got really mad last night watching this. Are we really going to argue about more football? Like, are we really mad? Like, why did the playoffs expand to 14? This is what happens when you let bad teams into the playoffs. I'm never going to, Dave, argue, be angry, or be disappointed if I have more football and more playoff football to watch and wager on. Like, what are we doing? Just because the games are bad doesn't mean we shouldn't want more playoff games. We're not the ones paying the bill to have the players go out there and play. It's for our entertainment, our enjoyment, and our ability to bet on these games. What are people doing? Like, we actually want to shrink the playoffs? Is that a logical way of thinking right now? No matter what you do, people aren't going to be happy. It doesn't really matter. Like, they're going to expand them. There's going to be more football because I'm sure the ratings, despite them being bad games, are going to show that people watch them, don't watch them. And then we'll see what they do. They'll react to that. Um, no, there's, I mean, people that are mad about that are, are, are mad about a bunch of things and you can't control that anyway. Um, the quality of the games though, like the ability to watch it, it gets lost quick when the games get to be a blowout. And really I've said this for years a lot of the only things that keep them watching bad football are the betting and the props and the different totals. I mean, the second half total was in peril in the Steelers and Chiefs game. It was 42 to 21. The game was decided. But as Ben is driving down at the end of his career, people are waiting to see if he's going to get them with a last touchdown for the second half bet or an in-game bet or the teasers. Or So there's always something that I think – the betting and the content business give us more games. I did. What, what, what does it matter? We're going to play them anyway. I, I, for the life of me, I do not understand how anybody would say, I don't want more football, bad football, still football. Come talk to me at the end of June or watching nothing but baseball and an off day for the playoffs. We're watching nothing but baseball. Come on. Oh, dude. Come on now. All right. Come on now. Let's I like baseball as much as the next person, but it's not the same. No, you don't. You want a game between, you know, the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Padres over a playoff football game? 
Really? Bad playoff football game? Yeah. Mm. It's like it's like a dessert. You can't have a bad dessert. It's still dessert. It's still, <laughs> it still tastes good. It might not be the best dessert in the world, but it's still a dessert. You know, come on. It's still in the book. Still, it's just another game. It's crazy. It's just another game. There's just more volume and there's there's more betting, but it's just yeah, literally it's just, it's just hold another on, game. Hold on. Hold on, Mr. I go to Circa and post a picture of the lines at Circa. Just another game in the book. You had a hundred people in line waiting to go and put a ticket in to bet that game. Looks no like one's doing that, that for a what? It looks like that every Sunday. No, it does not. Not every single Sunday. No, you and I have been there. It doesn't, that's not true. Sunday morning, the hour before kick, it looks like that. It didn't look like that because I'm telling you, us having a team here, that was a Raiders crowd. People went there to watch that game. It was crazy. And they were dressed in gear. I mean, like there was a lot of people there to take the Raiders to watch the game together. I still right. think there's value in that communal experience of, course. of watching the game. And, you know, it's the apps are great and you probably should have an app because there were probably people what they got shut out. If you get shut out today in, in making a bet in a football game, you're really not trying because there's so many means to make sure the line's up for a week. I used to tell people that all the time. You can bet it. You can bet it now in game. So you can get the same line two minutes after the game kicks off. If nothing happens, it's the same exact line. So there's a bunch of ways. I think the people, you know, people like to watch the games together. It's fun. I mean, that's why I watch a lot of the games on Twitter. And, you know, there's right. probably going to be a point at some place where we're going to watch a game, you know, with this forum or, or, or we do a Twitch or something and people can watch the game with us. It's fun watching the games together and having reactions and looking at different bets. I mean, that Twitter space is, we killed it with that thing with, with the <laughs> Mahomes rushing yards was, was over good. right away. Yep. Right. You, you, yeah. I, I mean, I, I brought it up because it, it was hitting so consistently, but you made a great point just about his ability to do it on one run. And he went over 18 and a half on that one scamper for 25 yards. And that was it. That was just ching. And even like, you got to be a little careful with the rushing props. People are pointing this out to me after the fact going like, you know, kneel down sometimes can count or they can run yeah. backwards and lose yardage. And that, and that's all fine and good. I, I totally understand that. But I mean, 25, you go seven, eight yards over you're you're good. You're, you're going to be able to catch that prop in, in terms of the rush. So Mahomes blew that out of the water. So yeah, keep that in mind coming up here for tonight, by the way. All right, so let's get to the controversy here. What in the holy hell was that at the end of the game between the Cowboys and the 49ers? And then let's talk about the Niners going forward here because I think they're live. I think this is a, 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 a awful, not an awful matchup, but it's not a good matchup for the, for the, uh, for the Green Bay Packers to see this Niners team coming. Yes, it's Garoppolo. He's the weak link. But Debo, Samuel, baby, let's rock. These dudes are fun. They are fun to watch. They're playing hard. Kittle was a non-factor in that game yesterday, and they still won, which is incredible if you think about it. But are you, do you, should we have a problem with the way the game ended? First of all, we got to we got to dub and coin the WFT. Is it the WFT throw? WTF throw. WTF. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, they had that word. game in control. 
And then he had the WTF throw. <laughs> and he so so to discuss the end of the game, we have to talk what got them to the end of that game. And it was the WTF throw by Jimmy G that you had mentioned all week was coming. It did. The Jimmy G throw a pick prop cash it because he has up one. By, they're up by 13. The game is just swimming along. It's what like, you, you know, what it's like Dory in, in Finding Dory, just swimming, swimming, swimming. <laughs> and then like, uh, here comes the throw. And you're like, holy crap. You just changed the whole damn game. Gave the wife. Everything was going perfectly. And then the shark shows up and like right. Jimmy just does what Jimmy does. And he just throws a ball that he didn't need to throw. He almost threw one in the first half that he didn't need to throw. He got away with it. But then late in the game, that's where the same thing happened against the Rams, where it's just uh, that one moment. And you're like, why? Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you throwing that? What did you see? And the course of the entire game dramatically changes. Yeah. Well, they they capitalize on it. They go down and score. And now it's 23-17. So they are live. Then they get to the fourth down in an inch. And all they got to do is snap the ball, fall forward, and end it. And instead, they get that penalty. And now they got to punt. That was his fault. I mean, let's, let's wait. Put the blame, we'll put the blame where blame is. You have your offensive left tackle moving over to the right side. You have a tackle in motion, which doesn't happen all that often. And you don't wait for the guy to be set. Like, that's just quarterbacking 101. You got to wait for your guy to get set. It was the easiest call. I said it. I was like, oh, there we go. Guy wasn't set. It was so an e- It's just insane in those pressure pack moments. Guys just don't. And look, I've never been there under center. I don't know what's like in that moment, but clearly years of playing football should have kicked in to realize that I got to make sure that guy is set, then snap the ball, then go. But he was so nervous about the quarterback sneak and not making it. Calls, snaps it. Easy flag. Now they got a punt. Here's an index card right here. I have one. Okay. They measure the first down by an index card. Can we stop, stop this? with the motion? Stop with all the stuff. Line up. Quit all this motion, this, that, whatever, and get the that's, first. But that's Shanahan's bag. That's what he does. I, I understand. Just, hey, can we please? Like this is 2022. I have more power in my smartphone than they had that sent the people to the moon. Okay. Can we please, please, please stop this eyeball 75 year old geriatric dude on the sidelines with a chain gang. Can we please stop doing that? Like let's microchip the football. Let's stop these reviews. Let's actually put, Something wait, on the wait, field wait. to know where the ball this goes. Stuff you're getting, you're getting too much. That's too much. We need all I that. Want it all. I, 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 this is my thing. When it comes to scoring plays, like in baseball, I want it reviewed to the upteenth. I mean, take it all the way to the top. You want to keep away. I don't want robot umpires and I, for balls and strikes, and I don't want robot umpires for or, or one person eye in the sky calling all the flags. I don't want that. Okay, but I do want technology to improve the game. And if a ball goes over the top of a foul pole, I want to know that fair or foul. I don't want some guy going, well, at this angle, it's over. But at that angle, it's foul. And I don't want some dude with an index card with a chain gang going ahead and trying to eyeball where the knee went down and where's the football. Here's the pylon cam and where's the ball exactly. It's got to be here. But if it's here, it's short. If it's here, it's a first down. It's here. The game's on. If it's here, the game's over. I, like no, I I need technology to just just to stop that from happening and like just please 
microchip the football and, and let's just do this right and, and have it be the way that it should be technology wise. I mean, we're putting rovers on Mars for God's sakes. I mean, come on, man. We don't need to use a chain to determine a 10 yard pickup for a football. But we got the card. Don't forget. Oh, no, we got the card. Oh, got to have the card. Got the Gene Steratore. So, <laughs> yeah. Need, need Gene Steratore to be right. able to you know, market that. I'm surprised that guy doesn't like T-shirts. Have like the Gene Steratore. Should. That was one of the best. I was in the risk room at the time. and We jumped up. We're like, he's measuring it with an index card. Boys, we went nuts. We will never forget it. My man. I mean, could, could you imagine if like Gene Steratore came out with the Gene Steratore index card line? Oh, he, he just marketed I'm it. In. It was just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just all, all the sports fans. It was just oh. like the actual width and the, and the size and the branding and just had like a football in the top right hand corner of it. And yeah. just Gene Steratore's card. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it's, it's so ridiculous to me that we actually are playing football that we bet real money. Like I forget which, yeah. who on Twitter, my, whose line am I stealing? I'm stealing somebody's line on Twitter that I used to say that all the time in the we book. Bet, like, we bet real money, actual money on this, on this league. We bet real money on this league. A lot of it. <laughs> Millions of dollars. By a, a football being an, an inch here or there. And then Garoppolo can't even snap the football. Right. And actually, yeah. so then, so then the ball goes back to the Cowboys. He and then, down. So Jimmy Garoppolo tries to give the ball to the Cowboys. He's like, here, here's the game. I don't want it. Do you want it? Cause I don't want it here. Dak here, Mike McCarthy, you guys take the game. Okay, here we go. Here we go. No timeouts. Get the football rolling down 50 yard line. You're like, huh? That's interesting. 13 or 14 seconds to go. You're on like the 40 yard line. All right. You got to go to the outside and then throw a couple balls to the end zone. Right? Yeah. Okay. Calls a QB sneak. Dak Prescott. Runs up the middle. No timeouts. Five, four, three. Here comes the center, puts the ball down. Center is trying to snap the ball, but you can't do that because you have to hand the ball to the line to, to the to the to the okay. judge, back yeah. judge, who then puts the ball down to start play. You can't do it yourself. Gets fumbled. Guy trips over the center. Dak Prescott's trying to get it done. Five, four, three, two, one. Yep. Zero and the refs run off the field. Yes, they did. Who's to blame? Um, I guess Dak for running the ball. I mean, like that. Like you have to be aware of the time and the situation. You don't have timeouts, so I mean, that guy was running as best he could down that field. When you look at the the, the back view which I did see, he was sprinting down there to try to get there to set the ball. I mean, you got to know, get up and hand the guy the ball and just get under the center and would do what you're going to do. But at that point, I mean, it's one play, it's the end of the game, and that's what we'll focus on. And it makes for a great highlight of watching the umpire in his official uniform sprinting down a field, jumping in between. He, he, he jumped the A-gap. He jumped yeah, right in the yep. center. Yeah, he tried to get – and then, you know, the center moved. I think the center's probably 300 pounds, big guy. He was trying to move and get through, almost falls down. A ball gets set. It can't snap, but the game's over. Dallas lost that game before that, though. I mean, they shouldn't have even had that opportunity. All Jimmy right. had to do was wait for the guy to get set, line up yep. and fall down on the ball, and then we're not talking about it. Um, people are ready to fire McCarthy on the spot. Jared, Jared does the post game. Didn't I'm help not him. answering that. 
You know, I yeah, feel bad for well, the Cowboys. He, didn't answer it. he said it's not on the table. He said, as of right now, changing the coach is not on the table, but that doesn't mean things can't change after the fact. Right. I mean, or they get the opportunity to hire. Like, here's my question. And Sean, po- somebody posed this to me yesterday. If Sean Payton made it known that he would be available to go to Dallas, would you fire McCarthy and hire Sean Payton? I mean, that's always the question for me when you fire a coach, who are you replacing him with? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd entertain it. And Jer's, I mean, it's a circus down there. So he would 100% entertain it. I don't know if I'm Sean Payton, why am I going to go there? What am I? I mean, what am I? Am I going to get that much more money? Am I going to get more that? money? It's home. You love the you love Dallas, and you you got Dak. I mean, over what the Saints have? Saints don't have a quarterback. I mean, and I like Jameis, but I'll take Dak over Jameis. <laughs> I like that Saints defense, though. Of course, you know, yes. You know, he's been there for a long time. I don't know. I don't know if I would if I'm Peyton. I don't know if I want to go. Um, I mean, but I would answer the call. You know, when the yeah. Cowboys call, you got to answer the call. But again, um, you know, and I like that division. I like I, I like having to the to, east. Oh my gosh, yeah. over the south. Oh yeah, yeah, it's way better. Um, you know, way so, easier. But, but Mike McCarthy's. I mean, how I've been seeing different former NFL players tweet this today, and it's look, I never played the sport in terms of that that level, but I guess the running theme total thought is you can run a play over the middle with 17 seconds left and get the ball clocked. Like that's the number that if you, if you got 17 seconds on the clock, you can run a play over the middle. That's going to give you enough time to get the ball to the judge to be set, snap the ball, spike two seconds, one second left on the clock, one okay. final play. They had 14 seconds left. So you call that run with 14 seconds left. Like you have to know that you don't Was have enough time. Was that a call play or was that Look, Dak just like to me going, I got to go. Well, if that's, if Dak went on his own, it's all on Dak. Right. And that's a massive brain fart by a quarterback. Like you can't do that. Like as a quarterback, that's why everyone's saying it had to have been a call design run. And, and frankly, the offensive line looked like run. I mean, they fired out and they opened up the hole and he just went. So it looked like a design run to me. Right. And he was, he was running, he was just going and he was running down and then get, close stop the stop clock and then one play to the end zone because he was at like the 15 yard line i mean he, he would have had a real shot at one play to score if they right. could have gotten it clocked they would have had a legitimate chance to win that game he just couldn't get the clock done he just couldn't get the ball spiked and snapped and clocked in time to stop the clock yeah a lot of goat horns to go around for dallas i mean really embarrassing bad 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 loss but for the niners i mean they win on the road at the rams mm-hmm. in incredible fashion Yep, they went on the road at the Cowboys in incredible fashion. Do you believe in playoff momentum? Because I do. Oh, without a doubt. I mean that they're they're built for this. They they've done this, and I mean, I, I Green Bay's taking a couple trips to San Francisco as a short favorite, and it, it didn't end well. Uh, you know, Green Bay has they're going to get everything that the Niners do and do well. This is they're very live to win the game. And How about live to win it all. Um, why not? At this point, why not? 
I mean, I mean, their defensive line was so good yesterday. They've so got that's all the, the pieces. injuries, right? The injuries. Yeah. We got to see about Bosa. We got to see about the defensive back that you said, you know, tweaked his ankle. No, Fred, Fred Warner, the, the 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 middle linebacker. But I, I I think it looks like Fred Warner was jumping up and down at the end of that game. Like he looked like he was being held out for precautionary reasons, and probably you know maybe they felt like in the playoffs he, you're held he, out for precautionary reasons. I mean, he was jumping up and down. Okay. So he wasn't putting a lot of weight on it, but it didn't yeah. look like it was a broken ankle. Now right. it could come back today. There was a broken ankle, but I don't feel like Fred Warner is going to miss the game. I feel like he's going to play. Nick Bosa is going to be a little interesting. I mean, to see what happens with a head injury of that sort is dangerous. Yeah. I mean, he looked bad. He came around the corner and got really slammed and didn't get to know where he was. So they held him out can he clear concussion protocols to play in the game? They really need him. They really, and then they need both the guys really yeah. badly, but I'll be, I'll be curious as the week progresses, but I mean, I don't know. I think the Niners at a, a plus 1000, I like them. I, just, the NFC. Uh, I got, I got Super Bowl odds. Okay. So they cut them in half. Yeah. Plus 1000 right now. Twenty to one. At FanDuel, you have plus 370 Packers, plus 400 Chiefs, plus 500 Bills, Bucks 550, Titans 850, plus 1,000. 100 to 1 odds on? 10 to 1. 10 to 1, sorry. 10 to 1 odds, sorry? Yeah. No, I mean, why not? Again, it's, I mean, they're the initial money. Uh, it's Garoppolo. I totally understand that point. The Garoppolo scares the living hell out of, yeah. and, uh, out of everyone. And... Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's definitely something I'm concerned about as well. But he's gone to a Super Bowl before and played with, you know, with the Niners. So why not? Again, like he's got the weapons that they have are so unique. I mean, Debo Samuel is a unicorn in the NFL. It's fantastic. There's nobody who does what he does. I love he's the fact great. he told, told the coach, give me the football. On, on the touchdown run, do you see that? He went to Shanahan and said, give me the ball. Yeah. And then he goes and zip in the end zone. Like that's... Yep. He's not a receiver. He's not a running back. He's not an H back. He just does it all. He does whatever you ask the guy to do. He goes and, and it makes it so difficult for the books. I think his rushing prop was 29 and a half yesterday. Like, excuse me. He blew that out of the water. It's hard to make those numbers because you don't know how much he's going to get the ball. Like either or receiving right. or running. Right. It's yeah. like Belichick. You, you, the, what Shanahan does with him. It's kind of like this misdirection. You, you don't know what he's going to do with him, but man, is he fun? And, oh yeah, and, and, and like his yards after contact, his yeah. yak. I mean, a guy breaks tackles, he sprints by people. Um, fun to watch, huge weapon. All that being said, I think Green Bay beats him this weekend. Initial thought, you know, I think I this gets we've seen this happen so many times in the book. You get caught up in what you saw over the weekend, and then. How about what I saw all year? How about what I've seen all season? Oh, yeah. No, in Debo's case, yeah. But San Francisco. No, I mean the Niners case. Uh, This was a dangerous team when healthy. These guys, when they're they're healthy, they're they're dangerous. Look how many first-round picks have gotten on the defensive line. Yeah. I mean, their secondary is the only thing that concerns me the most, and it's even heightened in this week week against Aaron Rodgers, is how in the hell are you going to stop that passing attack? And who's on Devontae Adams? (laughs) That's your problem. 
But that's where the pass rush, you've got to get after it and you've got to expose that offensive line and you've got to make it it has been a question mark at times for the Packers and you got to make it again. You got to get upfield. You got to get after the quarterback and make his life a living hell. And then you got to stop the run. You got to make any team that's one dimensional. It's way easier to play defense. Even the Packers, even with Aaron Rodgers, even with Devontae Adams, make them one dimensional when they can run with their running backs and they can pick up first down. So they're running on second and six and getting a first down. That's your problem. Yep. That's when things really play action. Everything else happens. And Rogers is, he's just absolutely deadly. Yep. So that would be my number one concern, but I think they score on him. I think that Packer defense gives up points. I hope so. I like the over in that game. I want to say, I enjoy, this is a weekend. I'd love to see overs. I mean, the, the Buffalo Kansas city game, that the total is already 54, 55. Yeah. Well, hold, hold on that. We'll get to that here in a second. All right. So an offshore has put up odds on who is the next coach for the Raiders. Rich Passaccia is number two. Number one's Harbaugh. You buying this, that Passaccia is not getting the job and that Harbaugh is. Wow. Jim, not John. I get the odds. You know, I mean, who are people going to bet? That's pretty easy. They're going to bet Harbaugh. Uh, Doug Peterson. So it's two to one Harbaugh. Basaccia five to two. Doug Peterson five to one. And Mike Tomlin seven to one. I told you. I told you. I told you Tomlin was going. Told you. He's not going to the Raiders. You save your money. You don't have to bet that. He's not going to the Raiders. Is he staying or leaving? Um. Staying in Pittsburgh or coach yeah. somewhere else? Yeah. I'll be very surprised if he goes to coach somewhere else. Okay. I think, I mean, he may step back, but I, I mean, he's a football coach. And right. He wants to coach. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he's going you to coach the quarterback room <laughs> that the Steelers have now or go to a team that's got a quarterback. Listen, he ain't been coaching the quarterback room for a while. He's coaching the defense. Well, okay, coaching. but you, you know what I mean, though. Like he's he got to figure out some coordinators. Like they did. Obviously, I don't know what's going on with the offensive play calling. I don't know what's going on with Ben. You watched the game last night, and he, and and he don't even try. They don't even try to throw downfield. And then when they do, it's like this little wally floater. Who are they gonna? Well, because they got a quarterback whose arm's dead. I mean, they don't. They know that more than anybody. Wow. Yeah. Well. Um, they protected him long enough and it just right. it finally got exposed. And it it's just time. Right. And, and the team probably went to him in midseason and said, just so you know, next year, we're going to have an open competition bringing in quarterbacks. If you don't want to be here, we understand. Let's have a good send off. And he said, yep, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm good. And he's walking, which makes what Tom Brady is doing even more ridiculous. At yeah. 54 years old. Without a doubt. Arm strength is still there. Mobility is still what it was, which was still, really great, but right. good enough. Good enough. He can move around in the pocket. He's more slick. Than you know, fast. you can't hit him though. Like you can't hit him. Like did you well, see that first? That that flag that they threw was ridiculous. Well, they, they hit him in the hip, and they threw it for hitting, I mean, well, hitting well. What was that? Like seriously? Like you? you, you, you I mean, we we have we have an entire crew. The bo- the the Boger crew got iced. They got fired essentially for what they did in their game. So. Wasn't a wasn't a banner weekend for the NFL referees. They had a, they they had a rough weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Brady's been able to do what he's done because you can't touch him, couldn't touch him for yeah. years. When you do, it's a penalty, and then you you know you go over to the coach and say, 
coach, I just, I just touched them. And he goes, well, yeah, but you can't touch them. And then he's able to pick you apart. So the Raiders question, I really like what they did. Um, Down to the last play, they had one play to win the game. I mean, that if, if they were looking for a sign, will the guys play hard? Will they fight for their coach? You got your answer. I mean, they fought to the very last whistle till the clocks were triple zero, which is all you can ask when, from a coaching perspective, you know, you're going to win, you're going to lose. Are the players giving you their all? And there's no debate. The Raider players were going all out for their coach. That's what I mean. So like, if you're going to replace him, who's coming? No, I don't think they should. I don't just, there's always that fear though, Dave. There's always that fear that, was it just lightning in a bottle or does this guy actually have the acumen to be the head coach of a football team? Like why hasn't this guy gotten a job before Maybe 25 years, 20, what? Maybe he didn't want it. Come Maybe on. he didn't want to be a head coach. Now, listen, there's a lot of guys that are, that are good being the second guy, or the third guy, like their job. It's enough money. I don't like, know. You know, there's a lot of people that don't want to be the boss or know that they're not ready for it or can't, you know, just, it's not going to work. Family life. Now he's ready for it. I think sometimes you get thrown into positions, you know, he wouldn't have even interviewed for this job. He was, he was. Yeah, we've just, we've seen it before where guys come in interim, catch lightning in the bottle team does well. And then when it's actually his team, things don't go well. Oh, so, it can go bad too. There's no, I don't know. I'm, 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 I want Rich Passaccia to get the job. If he wants. I think, yeah, I think he wants it. I think it's kind of clear he wants it. How, how could he not want it now? I, th- I think he wants it. So he said, let's just say he wants it. I hope he wants it. I hope he gets it. I- I'm just not sold that it's going to be, this is a slam dunk. This guy is going to have them back in the playoffs next year. And I don't know. I mean, we'll see. But there's definitely a lot of positive momentum. And if Mike Mayock and Rich Passaccia see eye to eye more than John Gruden and Mike Mayock did, which by my thought if you look at the way things were constructed for the contract that 51% 49% is how Gruden had his contract so Gruden had the ability to veto and say no to a player that Mayock would have wanted that's people have indicated that along the lines of so like why did they draft certain players where they drafted them because there may have been a big argument in the room and then Gruden wins so Gruden goes ahead and drafts guys like you know, Colin Farrell in the top 10 and drafting guys like Alex Leatherwood in the top 15. And people are like, wait, what? Like, hold on a second. You could have gotten this guy like late in the first round. Like, why are you taking this guy so early? So if Basaccia and Mayock see eye to eye better as they go into the offseason, as they go into the draft, okay, that could be a huge benefit for the Raiders in the offseason. They could really make some nice adjustments and some improvements because they definitely need to figure out what they're doing with the wide receiver spot, and they definitely need help. They've not hit on a corner yet, and they they had two first-round picks at corner, and they both have sucked. So (laughs) you got it. You got you. You can't miss first-round picks. It's hard. You can't. You can't get all the. You know. Yeah, but they, they can't hit everybody for you. Okay, you can't draft a guy who's going to go threaten people with guns and he's off. He's off the team, and another guy who can't cover. So like, you you can't miss. Like you yeah. can't miss on corners. You can miss on a superstar. You know, Revis Island type. You can miss on that, but you can't miss the guy being on your roster. Like it's got to be on your roster Ideally, for a good yeah. number of years, five Ideally. years minimum, with a first round pick on a corner. So. The, the, they got to address that because man, do they need to guard the chiefs? 
And the Chiefs. That's all you got to do. You got to figure out a way to beat the Chiefs. First and foremost, that's all that matters. You want to get a winning division. Max Crosby is your edge rusher extraordinaire breakout season. He was great. So you got Crosby. So you got that side. Maybe you go get somebody on the the other side. Your linebackers are a little thin. Need to address that. But your secondary, you got a thumper for a safety, but that's it. I mean, that's that's the only thing. Abram, Abram, when healthy, is, is a guy who just runs through walls. But you need more help on that corner spot in you know, we'll see. All right, let's get to tonight. Uh, Rams has been as high as minus four. It's been down to three. Total has been up to 50, down to 49 and a half here for this game tonight. Do you trust either team to do what you expect them to do tonight? No. Absolutely no. not. No. I mean, and people that listen to us and follow us, you know, whatever they, they know you do to juice. I do cash considerations and a zillion other shows too, sports grid and all that stuff. I've been saying it all week. I don't feel any better about it today than I did when the line was set. Like I've been listening and talking to people and you, you can have a hundred reasons why you like Arizona, a hundred reasons why you like uh, the Rams and you go, okay, what do I do when it comes time to actually pick a side, which team do you trust? Neither. Neither. Yep. I mean, Stafford's going to have a WTF throw, right? Correct. Yep. He's going to throw a pick. It's only minus 120, I believe, to throw a pick. Yes. Is better. I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like that's an obvious bet. Um, Murray's rushing yards, I'm sure you're going to get to. I mean, like, he's going to run. He's going to have spots to pick wow. apart. Better to right. book it's going to be, inter- better to book it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, so, you, you, like, a lot of things that you thought were going to play out played out. Yeah. And the only thing I really feel confident in before the game is an over in this game. I just feel like Good. there's going to be multiple possessions. There's going to be multiple mistakes. If this game – I mean, they played twice – and both games ended up in the 50s. Does this game, this is the danger, okay? It seems so obvious. I've heard this all week. Haven't heard under once. Mm-hmm. So I get a little nervous where I go, oh, man, is it really that easy? Like, is it really? Nothing's easy, although the Chiefs was easy. The Bills was easy. <laughs> the Niners should have been a little bit easier down to the end, but that there were some easy ones. Um, Home favorites won and covered in every game but the Niners, right? It's that easy. We've had had five games so far. (laughs) It's four and one. And all we heard was about this being the dog week. All the dogs, this, the dogs, right? It's one and four against the spread. Dogs are one and four. And so be real careful saying, you know, Cardinals are going to go in there. Look, it's my problem here is that the Cardinals are eight and one against the spread on the road. Very good. They've won in LA outright already this year against this team. Yeah. They appear to be a better team away from home than they are at home. I don't know why it's a weird fluky thing, but against the the Cowboys, that was the Cardinal offense that we had seen that led them out to that 11 and two start. Yeah. And then it went kind of into a hiatus because they played three straight home games. and It was like, Oh, where is this team? And they go on the road and they're back to being themselves. So I think this game actually being in LA is a benefit to the Cardinals because they're Maybe. not at home. Maybe now the Rams are a good team at home. They're okay against the spread at home. Not great. They're three and three against the spread so far this season. And you've got a Matthew Stafford quarterback who can kill you with mistakes. 
Yep. He, now this is his first playoff game, right? Somebody asked me this last night and I couldn't answer it. No, I meant to look it up. Well, he played a couple for Detroit. They were huge dogs. He hasn't won a playoff game yet. He hasn't won a playoff game yet. So he has Correct. played in the playoffs. Okay. Yes. So like eight and, and a half point dogs, six point dogs, something like that. They were almost a touchdown or more in the couple games that he played and they didn't win. Okay. Yeah. And he didn't do, he didn't do great. No, so. they got down. I mean, it, it, again, they get down and he has to throw it 50 times plus, I think, the one game. You know, he accumulated stats and he's, he did that for a lot of years in Detroit. They yep. didn't win because they didn't have good overall teams. He's a tremendous talent and he had some big time wide receivers that he was able to complete passes to. Never really had a running game to, to be uh, spoken of. And their defenses were never really good. I mean, the best unit of tonight's game, I think is the Rams defense. I think that's going to be, I think the Rams defense, the problem the same defense is that Murray lit up. Exactly. The, the problem is that Arizona matches up against them and can score. So that's why it feels like this is more of a shootout type game than a defensive type game. I would agree. And that leads to the prop bets, but Deandre over. Hopkins, but Deandre Hopkins played in that game. He, right. he would not play tonight. Which is the other reason why, because I can spin this narrative 18 different ways, because this yeah. is my point. You build up the narrative, you build the conversation, and there's always a rebuttal. Something. Always. There's the yeah, but. Yep. Eight and one, yeah, but. They won in LA, yeah, but. but. Like, it's just, it's insanity how you can, and then you're like, well, the Rams defense is phenomenal. Yeah, but that's secondary. They bring, yeah. They're bringing back Eric Weddle. Can't believe it. Off a I, geriatric run. He, he, I, he hadn't played a game in 2019. Both starting safeties are out against this running attack and passing attack. Like, you know, safety has got to come up and help with the running with the, with the run game. You know, if Connor plays tonight, we've got to wait and see if, if he's in, but you've Edmund and Connor and Murray, you've got running backs who can get through holes and go, and you need that safety to come up. You've got someone who's not used to coming up and tackling, you know, playing safety for run help. Uh Oh, and then you've got the throw they got the passing attack and you got Christian Kirk over the top and you got different players you can throw to. So it's yeah. AJ green and whatnot. So I, I, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I, I have absolutely no feel for who just forget the spread who wins this game. I, I, I have no feel for this both game tonight. Both times they played the road team one. Yes. Okay. You know, LA one in Arizona. Yep. Arizona one in LA. The only team Does home field matter in the play in the postseason. I mean, it's it's playoffs at home. We just talked about the home did, team right. has won and covered. They're four <laughs> right. and one. So, like, same thing. Like, you would lean towards air. I lean towards Arizona. I lean towards taking the three and a half points on a point play. But then the weekend kind of bears it out that home <laughs> field has been tremendous and favorites yeah. have been tremendous. And so, I don't know. I mean, the, the lines haven't been needed for these for these games, like <laughs> which is dog. usually the case in these playoffs. You but it's not been the case. We talked about it. We just said it. The dogs in the wild card have come in and cashed like crazy <laughs> because they won the games. Right. All right. Right. Yeah. Like the points, you know, and I don't know if, you know, the CLV people, the professionals will tell you about getting the best number and all this other stuff. Playoffs are different. I, th- I mean, and I think we have to – we use the narratives that we saw during the regular season to apply to the playoffs, but I don't know if they really do apply. And tonight's a perfect case of that. Like, we have so many different things that we can look at and say, and you, you're right, yeah, but, yeah, but. Um, <laughs> I, I, I swear I really, really don't know. 
And I think that's okay. Like up until you're going to see a, probably a mad rush. I don't know if the line's not coming to three. There is no way at this point the line is coming down to three. It's only going to tick back up the four. I'd be very wow. surprised. By the way, Fred Warner on Twitter. Sorry to scare everyone yesterday. I appreciate everyone showing love and support for me and the fellas. We'll be good to go. Huge win. On to the next one. Oh, nice. One of two. Told you. he was. It was precautionary. It was he was jumping around like he that they held him out to like you know say hey we can't do further damage of this but he was jumping around on the sidelines so he looked like a guy who was going to be able to play so he's good Bosa no word yet but one out of the two big question marks pretty big for the Niner defense to be to be there so okay. let's go to some of these lines here opening numbers in lines where they currently stand here on a Monday heading towards divisional weekend in the NFL Titans minus three total of forty seven. Am I wrong to say that total feels low? No, I mean, I, okay. I, I don't think so. Um, I get the total. I mean, it's again, this is like when you see the line and you just go, okay, perfect. Um, three and 47 is perfect for this game because the Bengals are going to get, you know, the backing. The Bengals are going to get that, oh, this game should go over. And then you go, all right, what's Tennessee bringing? They're bringing running game. They're bringing their defense. This game could go under, could go over. You could make a case for both sides. It's a perfect line. Perfect. Okay. Initial read, who do you like? Not holding you to it, just initial read. Um, I got to see, physically see and know what Henry's bringing to the table. Because 15 carries. They already said that he's on a pitch count. No, that's what I think. Okay. That's what I, oh. that's what he'll, he'll get 15 carries. Is what the, that's what they'll give him. Man. Well, that's, that's a good start. But if he's healthy and running, they're going to, they're going to carve Cincinnati up with the running game. I think AJ Brown's going to destroy the Bengals defense. That's not a good matchup for them either. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a, good match that's a monster mismatch for that. They have three guys they signed last year in the offseason to rebuild that secondary. It has been hidden because the defensive pass rush has been pretty good. Their defensive line, as I told you, I like the Bengals in that game for that reason. The defensive line. I, I've been on the Bengals all year long. I love yep. this Bengals team. Yep. This is the ceiling because they're running into a Mike Vrabel coach team on the road. Yeah. The this is where this is where the magic ends. I'm not buying this team of destiny stuff. I keep on hearing just, the Bengals have that team of destiny feel. <laughs> All right, like, I know I like Joe Burrow as much as everybody else. I, I I love Burrow, okay, but there are levels to this when it comes to the NFL and like winning a playoff game for the first time in 30 years Wait. is insane, huge monster momentum in the next year. Got a taste of it now, but are you really a contender? Now you're playing the one seed. I you're don't just, think the Bengals. You're just looking to fade your boy to coach in Cincinnati. You've had no. Enough. I mean, it's I, I I like the Bengals all. I like them except for their coach. I like everything about them. I like their running game. I like their offensive line. I like their quarterback. I like the wideouts. I like the <laughs> defensive line. I don't love the secondary, but I I like this team. This team. Joe Burrow is a, is a problem for the next decade if he stays healthy. Okay. I'm not buying yeah. this. He's the next Tom Brady stuff that I was seeing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A little soon for that. A little soon. But yeah, yeah. Tell, since, tell he's, Fox Sports, since, since he's going to be. Fox Sports guys were dropping that. I was like, ah, 
can we let him play in a championship game first? Like before we start saying he's the next whatever. Everything's faster now, Matthew. Yeah. You know, that. I know, but it's just like it's so everybody watching somebody hyperbole is out of control. Like that is, I know, ridiculous. I know. Like what are we, what, like, what are we doing? <laughs> you serious? Like come on. Um, so, no, I, I'm that that no, I'm not team of that. destiny. I didn't hear that. I didn't. I didn't hear that. Yeah, the a lot of people buy that this Bengals team have got the it factor. Sorry, we we kind of touched on this already. How do you feel about the total for for the Niners game and the Packers? Forty seven and a half. Yeah, I agree. Right. Under same thing we saw in the San Francisco Dallas game. Under this yeah. is if it's going to be a San Francisco live situation, it's got to be under. Um, and they have played that way when they played in the past. They did play early in the season in San Francisco, right? Green Bay was two and a half, I, I believe. Think that's right. And um, I total was around this number, right? I think it was it was between forty seven and a half and fifty. Can't remember oh, what it closed, but it's easy. Like when you you know you go back and look at that, all right. So Packers were two and a half, and we'll, you know whatever the total was. All right, it now was, they're home. Yeah, thirty thirty to twenty eight in San Francisco. Yeah, and it went over when it shouldn't have. Right, fifty eight. They scored. They scored twenty eight points. Sorry, twenty seven points in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. So it was. So it was kind of one of those crazy, one of those big game. under games, and then it exploded in the fourth. Yeah, 17-14 to start the, the fourth quarter, and then just craziness happened. Yeah. yeah. So Crosby field goal. That was that field goal kick that everybody was like, what the hell are you doing kicking a field goal there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So good number again. I mean, surprised by by the heavy move up right away. Oh but- no, sorry. I forgot. This is the game with 37. This is the game that they went up 28-27 and Rodgers went down the field and kicked the game-winning field goal. That's that game. They they went six plays, 42 yards in 37 seconds and everybody said you gave Aaron Rodgers too much time. He had no timeouts. Oh, and they didn't cover. They didn't cover. Right, Packers, did, Packers didn't cover, but they yeah. did. But they did win the yeah. game. Rogers right. they went won down. the game. That's right. They didn't cover. Uh, the line was San Fran minus three. So oh. outright win. Outright win. San Francisco didn't cover. Okay, not, not San Francisco was favored in that game. Yeah. Wow. Closed. It closed. Niners minus three. Total was fifty and a half. Yeah. So it flew over. It flew over the total. Wow. So that's a big adjustment down. I mean, three three points down. Weather, um, right? Green Bay, running game. I guess we didn't see, we didn't see all, all all that weather that was supposed to be a factor in Tampa. <laughs> Tampa. <laughs> wasn't it wasn't a drop of rain, nope. um, sunshine, and the wind that, wasn't a big, the wind wasn't a problem either. Not a problem. And then the weather in Buffalo it was cold, but I mean it didn't stop the Bills from putting up. They got over no. themselves. Yeah. So that was a, that was a game where the yeah. Patriots just decided not to show up. So. Man, <laughs> Not good. Not good. Okay. One more quickly. Uh, Chiefs minus two and a half against the Bills. 54 and a half is the total for that love game. It. Love it. Love it. I love going over. Or just love the, the number. Mm, both. Okay. <clears throat> I think. Um, Who's stopping who? Great question. You tell me. <laughs> I don't think either. Right? Nope. This but is an old I like, school. I like, I like the Chiefs. Yeah, but I, I like the Chiefs to win that game more than the Bills to win that type of game. If this game is real up, 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 I'm going Chiefs for sure. 
Really? Fast tempo, high scoring game factors into the 100% favors Kansas City. 100%. Bills don't want to get in the game where they got to score 35 points to win. They did it when they went there in the regular season. Okay, let's pull this up because it is an interesting point to look at from this because the Steelers, I mean, sorry, the Chiefs defense has changed dramatically. A lot different. A lot okay. different. So, yep. So the first time, uh, well, these guys, the, 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 these guys played, it was a 30 to 28 loss at home. Okay. So they give up 17 points. Allen three fifteen and three touchdowns. Yep. He ran for another, he ran for another touchdown and had 59 yards. Okay. Yep. Knox led them in receiving at 117 yards. Mahomes yep. was not Mahomes in this game. Two interceptions in this game, 272 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. I think this game, if you look at the adjustments that were made, this is a totally different team for the Chiefs than what they than what they played back in early October. It needs to be. Well, defensively, I mean, they went to, you know, if you go from the Packer game down, seven points given up, 14 points given up, nine points given up, nine points given up, nine points given up, 28 points given up, 10 points given up. The outlier, 34 points given to the Bengals, and then uh, and then 24 points given up to the Broncos. And now what they just did last night, where they held, I mean, it was 21 points, but that was garbage points, really. I mean, one of them was defensive touchdown. Yeah, one of them was defensive. So 14 points was, was when Hayward punched that ball out and Watt picked yeah. it up, slid right. in the and ran. and ran. So 14 points really given up by the defense. So I look, I'll be on Casey. I'll tell you right now. Under three, I'm on Kansas. Uh, I'm, on Casey. Three. I'm still on Casey. It's going down. It's two. Good. It's already Good. a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that's going to be the quote-unquote sharp side, and I think everybody's going to be on the Chiefs. Uh, mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. The the Does the fact that the Bills beat them in Kansas City come into your handicap? Do you like no. that? Playoffs, because the Chiefs are kind of like the Lakers in that way. Then it's like, you know, once you've been playing in back-to-back Super Bowl seasons, yeah, it's hard to really get up for a regular season game. It's hard to really feel like this is the time to throw everything out there. And for the Bills, they're still trying to justify their very existence. So here we go. What do you mean? Here we Dude, go. They were, they were picked by how many people to win the Super Bowl this year? A lot. Remember, and look what look what happened to them during the regular season. They didn't play well. They didn't look well. They did so going up against Kansas City. That's a measuring stick they for them. Okay. Let's see where we are. Hey, what? They looked okay on Saturday against the Patriots defense. I mean, look, I'll still say this: if the Patriots get a touchdown on that throw and Micah Hyde doesn't make that pick at seven seven, yeah, maybe a different game. Is Everything's the winner of the Chiefs Bills game the AFC champion? No, Titans are. It's crazy because if you look at the odds, yeah. <laughs> the, the winner of this game, you just might as well just punch the ticket, you know, to the to the Super Bowl. The, the, I can't believe that it's both- Chief, it's going to be it's going to be Chiefs Titans. Okay, it's, it'll be Chiefs Titans, and I think I, and then I think it's Chiefs Packers. Oh, you think the Chiefs go to Tennessee and win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the Chiefs' revenge tour, right? 
It's just, you've got got them. You've got them in a place, in my opinion, where you including me threw dirt all on them. And I think it was a good place for them to be. They got to reignite that underdog. Everyone's questioning us. Nobody thinks we're good enough. Our defense sucks. They got got to kind of get that going again. And then the defense got right. And then all of a sudden the offense went click and it was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> let me hear that. Here they come. They got everybody healthy right at the right time. Like, I mean, you know, and I mean, he'll look okay yesterday. Kelsey's a complete nightmare matchup for almost everything. We knew so Pringle is Pringle has become this oh, dude. If this just, guy, he's a problem. That, Pringle is a problem. And who's number one McAllister. Is that his yeah. name? Well, he's, he's, he just, I think he's just a fast guy who's a benefit, gets benefit from everybody else in the field. And he just zip. He's been a journeyman guy, but yeah, I mean, I, I just saying. think Kelsey Hill, that in, in Mahomes, that trifecta, but they need, I mean, look, Clyde Edwards Hilaire needs to play this weekend. Okay. They got to run the football. What does he though? I don't know. He, I think he's a broken, they're calling it a shoulder. It sounds like it's a broken I collarbone. Play. I mean, because McAllister looked like he filled the role pretty good. Um, and then they have that other running back to run in between the tackles. They don't need to have him snap the ball anymore. Like they took that direct snap and trying to hand it off. And that was a total, that was, that's how to steal a touchdown. Like, right. what are you doing? You got Patrick Mahomes. Don't get too cute. Although Kelsey threw a touch. But that's always been the problem with Andy Reid. Andy right. Reid always gets too cute. He's always, he's always been his problem. He always likes to show he's the smartest guy in the field. That's his whole, that's his problem. Exactly. That's what, don't do that again. Worried about. <laughs> like, right. And it could happen against the Titans. I mean, look, I, I think the Titans are going to be very difficult. I think yeah. that game's going to be fun. The Bills already. It's only Monday. We got to do shows the rest of the week. Okay. You think the Chiefs just beat the Bills that easy? No, not that easy. I just think ultimately they win the game. I just, I don't see, I don't see the Bills losing at home. Just they're for a long time. Chiefs, I felt the same way about the Patriots. You know, what did I say? Sorry, Bills. Said Chiefs. Bills. Yeah, Chiefs losing. I don't see the Chiefs losing to anyone at home, including so, the Bills. including the Bills. Titans, Bills, I, I don't see anybody walking into Arrowhead in January and beating them. I just, I just, I, I don't, this is why home field's huge to me. I do think the chiefs can win at Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee could win at Arrowhead, but I the Derrick Henry situation is having him at home in Nashville is a big darn deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. <laughs> and he's going to have fresh legs He's going to be, you know, a pissed off brontosaurus. Like that dude's going to be just, you know, bam, bam and people. First of all, he's at Sports Talk, Matt, all you people in Buffalo. Just, just, just oh, go ahead. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, fine. So, you live in Buffalo. Come on. In bu- <laughs> Come on. In Buffalo. Can Buffalo, we have to consider it. We're going to talk about it in a week. Can Buffalo go to Tennessee and win? Yes. Yes, they can. Titans are a flimsy one seed. Let's be frank. Here, okay. Can Cincinnati go to Tennessee and win? No. Cincy's not winning this weekend. No way. No, no way. No, I, I, I just, I could be wrong. I just, I, I just don't see it. Just wow. don't see that team. I think the pass rush for the Titans is going to be, this is when the offensive line for the Bengals becomes a problem. If you can't, if Burrow can't stay upright, Burrow can't do anything. And what if, the, what if Mixon runs the ball? This is what scares me. What if Cincinnati is, has success running the ball? 
And I it's think if possible. they have success and keep them off guard, like they can win. I think they're, I think they're live to win. The line tells me they are. It's only three point spread, and um, you it know, should like, be higher. I don't that think line, they will. You think it should low. be higher? Yeah, that line's too low. It's it's too, it's too low. It's because the public's in love with the Bengals, so I think they just set it low. And here comes all the Bengal money. Pros will, pros will, pros most likely will be. I, I mean, I'll be stunned if the pros. Listen, the, the pros stunned. moved all the games yesterday, got them all wrong. They took yeah. the Eagles that wrong. Yep. They took what the hell was that? That 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 CLV Society move was dumb. I I, I didn't understand that. Eight and a half took, to seven. Like what? Once it's not the weather forecast, you're like, oh, they're gonna be able to move. Like what? That yeah. was the other way. I saw the weather and I was like, oh crap, wrong. Brady's gonna kill him. <laughs> Brady kills him. They got books to get off the three with Dallas. They laid the three, laid the extra juice a little bit, got the I right. saw the closing line three and a half wrong. And then believe it or not, they took the Steelers. I mean, that thing went down from it was as high as 13. It closed 11 in some places, 11, 11 and a half. So I mean, they grabbed the money. It's not so much, it's just the price. It's literally just the price. Our friend Adam Chernoff said this, you know, on his Twitter feed. He's right. It's just the price. It's not anything. They don't know anything. I say it all the time. Nobody knows shit, including them. So everybody relax. But I think Cincy, if they run the ball, I think they're live. What if Cincy wins the game and either Buffalo or Kansas City get to host the AFC championship? I think if that happens, Cincy ain't winning that third game. And that home team will win and represent the AFC in the championship. Yeah, I would agree. Chiefs. If the Chiefs are playing Arrowhead for all three games, they are oh. in LA. LA. Yeah. We'll see them there. It'll be Chiefs Kingdom coming in. <laughs> Other side will be, we'll see. I'll, I'll go and see if we can have dinner with Mitch Holtis. We'll see what Mitch is doing. Voice <laughs> of the, the Chiefs, who I, go, I, I, love, I, I, I love dearly. He's top three broadcaster in, in the NFL. Uh, Amazing guy. We've, we we have amazing stories of doing Valley basketball games together and stuff. So <laughs> he's he's just he's a phenomenal guy. I, I, I love, love the Chilters. Uh, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see how we'll we'll see how it all plays out. But I just don't think the Bengals are going to be able to stop Derrick Henry. Okay. Big bad Brontosaurus. Boom boom boom. He's gonna be yes. he's gonna run through them like a hot knife through butter. And it's. I just don't see it. I, just, I, just, I yeah. don't see them stopping Derrick Henry and then they'll play action. And then AJ Brown goes for a hundred and a touchdown. He's going to kill him. AJ Brown's going to kill the Bengals this weekend. His number ain't going to be close to a hundred. So no, his number's going to be like 62. Yeah, that's probably, that's, I mean, it's going to be around 60. Good call. Yeah. So that, so, and he will fly over that in my opinion, fly okay. over that. Uh, by the way, it's 69-65 with a minute to play. <laughs> Purdue, I, I've got my plus one bet on this game here. My first bet of the day, uh, I, I took the Boilermakers plus a point. They have possession up by four with 45 seconds to play. So I think I'm going to be okay here on so that. So we one. have another half hour of basketball to worry about. Here. No, that's 39 seconds. <laughs> oh, they just missed the shot, though. Ooh, Edie, Edie just missed a little baby hook from four feet. That's not good. So here comes oh. the lion eye on this. So we'll watch this a little bit. An easy layup. So it's a three-point game now with 28 <laughs> seconds to go. Timeout, Matt Painter. So Would we'll see focus? how that's... we got to finish the show. Sorry, you sorry. Two, it's a two-point game. Sorry, it's a two-point game now. 69-67. So <laughs> let's see if they play D or foul, how they play it out. All right, before we get to better to book it here, yep. let me uh, remind everybody of a big day today. So... Yep. Part of the thing I do with props 
is um, if you look at like my title, my title is director of new media. So my job it's is very, to go, very fancy, very, very fancy, fancy. director, yeah. director of new media. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things you guys are going to hear a lot on this podcast, this podcast is going to be the flagship for the company, right? So we're going to be doing, we're the only daily show, but as we start to do different things, our guy, Matt Farah starts today. He's in the back watching. So he's going to, he, he's joining the show. He'll be with us in LA for the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of really cool things. We got guests coming very soon. And those guests very well, like Patrick Everson works for props and there'll be props people. We're hiring out a ton. We're building an army essentially of people. And the first launch of our army is Doug Franz and Sean Lockhart, AKA Papa Bear. If you know my old radio show, Sean Lockhart, Papa Bear was on every week for four years. Really sharp, smart, up and coming guy in Arizona, Arizona state graduate, 2008 diehard sun devil Phoenix dude through and through Doug Franz went there uh, 15 years ago to do radio has become an icon in that market. And Doug and Sean will start props, Arizona. Now the exact start date, we don't know yet. If the Cardinals win tonight, their pod probably starts on Thursday. <laughs> if the Cardinals lose tonight, their, their pod probably starts a week after. However, tonight on the props Twitter account, you can join us. They're going to give you their pick plays and props. They've both been watching the Cardinals closer than I have. They got a great feel finger on the pulse. They'll go through, talk about the podcast and make picks today. 45 minutes before kickoff Twitter spaces on the props. You uh, on the props Twitter account. It's at props with an S U S to that. So join us for that. We'll get into it. Twitter spaces. Patrick was doing a Twitter spaces last night. I didn't even realize he was doing that. He did a, he did a line report last night. Yeah. On the oh, okay. I was fooling around on Twitter. Like it was like nine o'clock at night. And it was like, Oh, Patrick's doing a Twitter spaces. Nice. So, yeah. So, so we're, we're all, we're using that a lot uh, coming up here for that. So that's today, 45 minutes before kickoff, depending where you are, it's an eight 15 kickoff. So it's, you know, seven 30 Eastern time, four 30 Pacific on the props, Twitter account for Twitter spaces for picks, plays, last minute adjustments and whatnot for Sean Lockhart and Doug Franz coming up here today. So very big day, exciting day. All right. Time for better to book it. I think you're going to like all of these. This might be a little bit of a nerve wreck. I don't like it when you bet all of my picks with me. We tend not to do well when that happens. It's better when we argue. First book. <laughs> First I play. tried to tell you, I bet I, I went over with the Derek Carr prop over the weekend. And you said, wait a second. You asked me if I was all right because I liked, I was, I liked over a prop. And you're like, wait a second. Why you do you like, like over? I like, I like Derek Carr under. And you got like all, I said, well, he's going to throw for close to 300. I think he threw for 301. No, oh, threw for 280. 286. 286. Derek Carr threw for 301. Derek Carr threw for 301. Yeah. I, I need numbers. to. Oh, he did no 310. You're reading, you're reading backwards. He threw, he threw for 310. So once it got to 301, it didn't matter. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I mean, I, I went two and two on that day for I know. So, yeah, it was I good. Really yeah. Like that, but yeah. On, on Saturday, Saturday wasn't a good day, though. Sunday was a very good day. Saturday wasn't a good day. I lost Sunday one and a half units on Saturday. I lost one and a half on Sunday and I, and I won two on Sunday. I, I lost one and a half on Saturday and I won two one. on Sunday. So yep. up for the weekend. Betting or booking Rams Cardinals over 50 numbers gone against me. It's 49 and a half at most books now. Going down with the ship here. 
we're we're betting this. I mean, I don't I I don't see the path for the under. If the Rams get up big, the Cardinals are going to go one dimensional, play hurry up, get multiple snaps. Both these teams are volume teams. Like nobody's trying to take the air out of the football and walk this thing to the under. They're trying to score 35. Both teams are trying to score 35. Feels like, you know, and we're going to get picks. We're going to get the, you know, uh, the, the Stafford, you know, the, the WTF throw. I love this. We're going to use that all the time. Um, we're going to use that in basketball, the WTF shot. We're going to get the <laughs> hockey WTF penalty or something that costs us or the WTF goalie give up a goal, something late. We're going to use it all the time. Bet the, bet the over. Stafford, are you watching pick. the basketball game right now? Uh, I've got peripheral. It's 69, 69, 10 seconds to go. It's tie game. tie game. Purdue ball. <laughs> so I got plus one. So I'm sweating the one. I need Purdue to win this game at this moment, but they got possession. With, I mean, I don't want overtime here, but we'll see if, if Purdue can, can get a W here. Focus. I can, I can tell you why well, I was focused until you reminded me. We're better to book it. Let's go. With one on this free second. Like the guy at the window. On one the- <laughs> air ball on the end. That's awful. What a bad possession. What Great do you have? Overtime. Overtime. What a bad possession. By you know what happens in overtime, right? I lose my bet. It that's happens what, that's so what, many. That's times. what happens. I lose my bet. When you road got team, to draw, it's just terrible. Yeah. And it's road team too. I mean, you know it's coming. When, when, uh, when you have a road team catching a point, and it's a coin flip, and they go to overtime, highly unlikely that I'm getting a W. Highly so. unlikely. In game right now. In game Illinois right now. Get on there and in game Illinois. What is it? It's gonna be a pick Um, one ten. It's locked. I'll let him refresh. It's, oh, money line is minus one twenty-five, Illinois. Okay, so you get minus one twenty-five. The game falls one. You win the money line. You push the other side, or I, or I lose both bets. Oh, <laughs> well, I can't lose both. That's right. Yeah, I can't lose both. Sorry, I can go one and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fine. We'll we'll, we'll we'll let it ride. We'll be a gambler for him for a second. Right, just, just All right, Stafford throwing a pick. Yes, at minus one twenty-five. Yes. Having a booking on the yes. WTF throw. Yes. <laughs> the only question is, he do it in the first half or the second half? <laughs> I think yeah. it happened in the first half. You can bet yeah. that. Add some, add some money to that one. First half, Stafford pick. It's coming. Murray over 38 and a half rushing yards. Betting or booking? Oh. Kyler Murray over 38 and a half rushing yards. Man, that's a good number. I don't think it'd be that high. I was looking for a number. He's 30. picking up. He's zoop. I mean, he's. I think he gets sixty. Whoa! That I think is- he runs. I think he runs. I think he's a running attack because Connor's banged up, and so is Edmonds. So he's got to be willing to risk his body. He's got to go. This, right. is the, this is a Kyler Murray game in my mind. If if the if the Cardinals win this game, it's because Kyler Murray was literally the best player on the field. I'll take one for the team here. I'll book this one. Ooh. I'll book this one. Only because, one, your confidence in bravado is really strong right now on this prop. You're like, he's going to get well, 60. Because I, but I brought it up to you last night. I'm the one I'm the one that brought up the Mahomes prop last night that I was that betting. Was too low. That number. That was okay, great. but he crushed that number. And I told you, looking at quarterback rushing. I mean, Matthew Stafford's got one and a half yards. I would, I would bet that too. <laughs> he's number. I bet them all. 
What if I, I bet them all? I, I bet every quarterback. I would just say in the, in the postseason, these quarterbacks are willing to give up their body and they're willing to run. And when you're a running quarterback, Mahomes, Allen, Murray, huh, through the roof. Like you can't put a number really. I mean, I think, I think whatever number you're going to go ahead and jump in at. Is this an Allen type number though? Like what is Allen's rushing yards usually? It's even 60. higher than this, right? Yeah, it's way higher than this. Yeah, because well, Allen is their running attack more because Murray has to go down because if he gets hit. Right. I mean, Josh Allen will lower, lower his shoulder and run through you. Correct. Mur- Murray's sliding. He's not going to he, – he's been told he's avoid contact goal. as much as possible. He can slide. He can get down. Like, he gets yeah. down. down. So he, he's a baseball player. So Yeah. We got to keep him from getting hit and hurt if you like Arizona. I'll go under. I'll, I'll, I'll book this one so we're not okay. unanimous. But – SoCal DJ's riding it with me. So I, I like it. He's on the Stafford pick and he's on over 38 and a half rushing for Murray. Should be. That's good. So, Cal so that's good. Uh, so this question comes, I just saw this from our friend Chelsea Messenger, who oh. works for uh, BetMGM, yeah. works for a variety of different people. You and I both know her well. We've been on her, her shows. She'll yeah. be on our show at some. So she's asking, do pros play props? Do pros play props? Whew. Okay, she she's asking this because of a tweet that I put up involving this prop. Cooper oh, Cup. This thing under. What? They're hammering this thing under. The pros they're hammering. Are- the pros are hammering this under. So I said the pros are hammering. So she's asking a serious question. Do pros bet props? Her exact tweet to me is... Serious question. Do pros play props as much as sides? I thought I heard somewhere where there were limits on props. I could definitely be wrong. There are limits, but 500 buck limit play will still move the number, correct? Oh, yeah. The problem with pros playing the props is that when it's the only thing they play, they get limited quickly because they're picking apart strictly bad numbers. And um, if pros could just play props, a lot of them would because there's a lot of bad numbers. I mean, there's just there's too many things to look at. They can look at two specific things. You've honed in on quarterback rushing yards. If yeah. that's all you do, you're going to do it better than any book on planet Earth. And you can pick apart the best numbers. You don't have to play them all. You can pick one or two. I mean, this is what. Yes. So, Chelsea, yes, um, they play props. They try to play them more, and it's a daily battle for the books to just put up props and try to get a lot of money on both sides. And it usually ends up in situations like the cup one. You put a number higher because you know that 90% of the people are going to bet over. But the 10% that are betting under are actually moving the number because they're betting it to win. And not that the other people aren't, but you're betting what you see and you're betting. Don't get me wrong. Cooper Cup over 106 uh, and a half. Uh, or three and a half right now. It opened at 108. It's now 108 and a half. It's now 103 and a half and dropping. So the number is this. Cooper Cup has had, has received, has gone over 95, or has had 95 or more receiving yards for 12 consecutive games. Yeah, I mean. Is that insane? 12 consecutive games, the guys had 95 or more, including having a monster game for 130 against this defense you'll see tonight. It's it's even more impressive when you think about it as a coach. Like, 
you game plan to stop, to the stop it. <laughs> you know, it's not a surprise. You're like, hey, wait, who's this cup guy? Why? Why? We got to put a. We got to. Somebody got to cover this guy, and you know it's coming, and you still can't stop it. So that makes it even more impressive to me. I'm going under 106 and a half, but it's going to be a hundred. It's like it's not. It's I mean, one more catch. That's it. Yeah, so, we'll come down to one catch versus another catch. Does he? Did he get his number is seven and a half for receptions? Which I thought about jumping on that as well, but I have a different way of playing it that I'll get to in a second. But I, I just think I think if he gets to eight nine, if he goes over the receptions, he's going over his yardage. Correct. He goes under the receptions, he's going under the yardage. So I think they're correlated. Correct. And like uh, you know, DraftKings does the longest reception prop. Hold uh, on, yeah. don't go. Okay. Don't duh, 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 duh. hold on. I just jumping jumping ahead, getting too caught up. I don't even I don't even know what you're coming with. I'm just you never you. know what I'm coming with, but I'm just telling you to hold on on that conversation. We'll have that here. Right. Okay, I'll so are we? Are, I'll go with the pros, the quote unquote pros. I'm a book guy. Can't get away from it. The books okay. are under. I'll book it and go under 106 and a half. Cooper Cup for the last five games has gone over this number. Ooh. Longest reception over 30 and a half yards. That's a 30 and a half. Mm-hmm. Longest reception. Man, that number's inflated. That, that because all- he's had 45, he's had 43, 43, 42 in three in the last three, the three last five games for his longest reception. He gets loose. Man. And zip. Just one catch. It's all you need. All right. I'll hedge the position. I, I'll go under the receiving yards total, but yeah. I'll bet this one over. No, I won't. So one big play only. Oh, yeah. See, this is tough. I'm going back and forth in my head. Because <laughs> they are correlated in my mind. I need I'm them both to hit. They are correlated, which means me betting it is hedging it, kind of, and it's kind of managing risk. Mm-hmm. So I will go over this one, although this number should be 24 and a half or 25. Correct. Probably. Yep. This is super inflated. And this is the book telling you, okay, you know, you want to bet over Cooper Cup longest reception, you're going to bet over a ridiculous number. I don't know, 30 <laughs> yards, 30 yard reception. That we're going to need a play. I'll bet it, but I I really don't like it. This is more of a, a protect myself from the first bet. So starting back on the December 5th game against the Jaguars, 43, 44, 42. 37, 24, 46. Longest catch for Cooper Cup. Sounds like over to me. Just what he does, man. They're throwing the ball up and he's just going and getting it. There's always one play where Stafford's like, what do I do? Jump ball. Zing it. Zing it. Let's go. Go get it, buddy. Go get it. Here's the ball. Go get it. And then Cooper Cup goes and gets it. And then that's how he gets it. I mean, it's just. Everybody moves up and Coop runs for the end zone. Like he can have the screen passes and one or two and have like, you know, 25 yards on that. But that one 50 yarder is what causes his yardage to skyrocket. Right. I mean, you know, so he had, he had a, um, he had a 43 yard catch, uh, catch against the Jaguars, 129 total, 44 yard catch against the Cardinals, 123. Total 42 yard catch against the Seahawks, 136 yards total. You know, and the one time he went under was 24. The long was 24, six catches, 95 yards for the Ravens. Yeah, that was that was the last time I bet this prop and I missed on it. But I'm coming back here and doing it again. So uh, Matt wants to know, what do we think about the same game teaser of taking the Cardinals up to nine and a half and pulling the total down to forty three and a half? 
I like the total down. Correct. I don't like the side. I mean, it looked so good on Saturday night when we had 10 with the Patriots and it didn't get there, right? And even the total, did it, it didn't even stay under 50. I, I, I'm i honest. I, I mean, you put a gun in my head. I don't know who wins this game. I'm serious. I don't, I don't know. Like- who. I can see Stafford throwing up all over himself. Yeah. Throwing, throwing two picks in, in, you know, in inside his own 15 yard line, giving them quick, easy scores. And then he's, you know, when they're playing from behind, it's even worse because he's prone to even force it more when when they're from behind. And and yet I still think this Kyler Murray team has got a lot. I mean, again, I think that James Conner injury is so big. They got to, I mean, I need to see what he's going to do. Lost at home. Seattle last week because they didn't play really anybody like that was like just go back in the last five weeks then they lose four to five games the only team they beat was the Cowboys who we saw who the Cowboys were yesterday like I I don't trust absolutely I don't I don't trust Kingsbury you kidding me no way no no way but I also don't trust Stafford so like I I I can't down and put it with uh what San Francisco you know get 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 that teaser working you could take San Francisco now plus 11 and a half if you do this week teaser. When I look at the next week's games, yeah, I want to put it with, with something just to have that action ahead of time. And you want to use the total tonight, take the total down and go over 43 and a half and put it with San Francisco plus 11 and a half. You can lock that in right now. You think the number is going down, Sam Brian Green Bay? I don't think it's going to move too much more. I mean, okay. I get they got the initial money. I, I don't think it's going to go that. Yeah. I mean, the most you might get is six. They're waiting. They're they're, they're going to play San Francisco plus the points. They ain't letting this thing get to seven. There's no chance. Interesting. Yeah. I'll be curious. That's going to be a lot of fun. So there you go, Matt. Okay. Best thing about today. Oops. Wrong one. Sorry. I already played that one. Best thing about today. Favorite thing about today is what? All these games. Are you kidding me? You got all these yeah. games all day. They asked me, what am I doing today? I had a kid, my big kid, Sig Kylie's down at MLK Parade Marching. What Time happened? out. What Double happened? overtime. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See? Purdue, Purdue had a chance to win it again. Missed it again. Double overtime. 78-78. Well, Four went out. Jump Four in went out if you had the under. You're getting your full spread out of this one. Holy yeah. crap. If you bet the under, sorry, you're dead. Uh, 78, 78, double overtime now, Purdue and Illinois on a plus one. I mean, the books had the number right, man. That was good number. Double OT, but Purdue had back-to-back. I mean, oh. my gosh. I mean, how, they have possessions. I mean, you just they turned the ball over. They, they had, oh, that was a great play by Illinois to score that game tire right there. Oh, gosh. Had a defensive, and they had the ball tied 78, 78. And again, they put up a jacked three. And they missed it. I, I, do we, why are we shooting threes with the game on the line? Back-to-back possessions. Yeah, college basketball games, these, they're still kids. At the end of the day, these are still kids. The college basketball is so much fun at the end of these games like this. Just drive the ball at the rim, guys. My God. So you got all, right, all sorry, these go yeah. MLK Day Parade, yep. All these, yeah, so uh, she's down there marching in the MLK Day Parade. The middle one is with her friends, dropping her off and picking her up. So I'm, I'm sitting on pins and needles waiting to see where to pick up and drop off. So because driving in downtown Las Vegas on MLK parade day with the streets closed, everybody's blocked. You can't go this way, that way. I'm waiting for them to just tell me that they have picked up their sister and then they're all going to lunch. Apparently I'm supposed to maybe go with them, which is kind of nice. 
And then tonight, so you got games all day. You're sweating a basketball game. It started at 9 o'clock in the morning out of time. We got the Knights playing the Penguins. The only trip in for the Pittsburgh. Oh, I should have done that and better to book it. Who are you taking? Penguins are still red hot, right? Penguins. Game's a pick em. It's going to end up. It's a pick em. And actually, some places actually have the Knights favored. The Penguins are going to win the game. There's a little freebie for better to book it. Yeah, I should have. I should have gone. I should have gone with your Penguins. I would have taken the Penguins. I don't like the Knights this year. I, I I've been I've been betting against them pretty. Penguins are on a road trip, doing a West Coast thing. They they barely beat San Jose the other night. They come down here and you know they play uh, the Knights tonight on a Monday night. You get a lot of Pittsburgh fans are going to be in that building though. Oh, all the people, all the nighttime in Pittsburgh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Someone just reminded me. This is why I love the live chat. We can't go dream. I have a dream parlay. We got to do it. Oh, we got to do it before we, before we go. Thank you, James. Good job out of you. We got to do an, I have a dream parlay before, before we go. So, all right. So obviously that game's going to be part of it. So let's do, uh, we're, we're doing, we're doing money line flyers. Plus 164 on that. Oh, sorry, Flyers. No, no, sorry, wrong game. That's not right. Money lines, Penguins, minus 108. Okay. Listening to the show. This you, We can't have live basketball on you sweating it while we're doing the show. <laughs> Get ready for March Madness when we're doing this in oh, eight, eight games going on at once. Forget, <laughs> forget one. We're going to have eight games going on at once during March Madness. Okay. So what else do you like? Wait, what else do you like to say? Anything in the, in the, in the, any NBA plays you want to jump in on? What about, uh, Brooklyn is catching four to the Cavaliers. Why? On the road. Why? Right? Why? So let's take Brooklyn plus four. Okay. Is Kyrie playing? Probably, right? Wouldn't he play? I would think so. But even if he's favored. I can't believe it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but Brooklyn as Brooklyn as a dog this year has been just dynamite. It don't make sense. Yeah, they've been great as a dog. Even without Kyrie, they've been they've been great. Okay, so we have plus four. That's a plus two seventy four parlay. Let's let's see if we can get to my so on 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 my pot on the daily juice plus six hundred is what we always go with. That's always we okay. always get to to make it really a six to one minimum return. We so got to do three, three to one. Do Phoenix Suns minus three and a half. I mean it's Arizona Day props. Arizona Day. Oh yeah, minus three on the road at, at a bad San Antonio team. Okay, yeah. and that takes us to plus six twenty. Done. I have a dream. Plus I have a dream parlay is Pittsburgh Penguins money line tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights, Brooklyn Nets plus four on the road at the Cleveland Cavaliers, Phoenix Suns minus three on the road at San Antonio. What's plus six twenty. No, it's a, a three leg parlay. I love it. Let's see. I have I have we a dream a little, parlay. We got a day game coming up. You got to jump in there. That game starts in forty minutes. And you can the hedge on, if we hit both basketball games. We can hedge with the Knights. We can Come hedge right on. Back. People got to stay with us. We're going to have to be, you're going to have to follow us all on Twitter. You got to listen to the show, jump in here. Holy, this is perfect. How did it just happen? It's just how that happens. It's great. Just organic. I have a dream parlay. So there we go. So, all right. Uh, And so the best thing about today, my favorite thing about today was that. That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Good good job on everybody else. That's that's fun. Um, What I was going to say about my favorite thing about today is the fact that we are, are about to launch a new pod today that we've been talking about working on getting done for, I can't tell you, this thing was supposed to have come out in early December. We've been working and working and working and getting things done. And you know, it, it is wild the way the world works. Doug Franz was the afternoon drive show in Huntsville, Alabama. When I went to become the morning show in Huntsville, Alabama, I was 21 years old when I met Doug in Huntsville. 
and now I'm 44. We worked together for three years. He worked, he went to Kansas city and started his radio career, wound up going from Kansas city to, to Phoenix, where he spent the last 15 years. I was all over the country, blah, blah, blah. And he keeps on saying, this is really weird. You're my boss. I can't, you're not my boss. Are you my boss? I'm like, I'm not really your boss, but like, I'm your supervisor. I guess you could call me that. Like I'm above you, but like, I'm not your boss. And he's like, he's really he's like, this is all very strange because Doug is 52, 51, 52 yeah. is your age. So yeah. in, in, in three of us had dinner in Vegas. What was that? Like a month ago where we all, all three of us had was dinner. How long ago? Yeah. It was before yeah. Christmas, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was. Like it was it was it was a month ago. So I, you another know, just, girl dad added to the mix. Another girl stuff. dad got two great daughters, and, and, and I've known Jennifer, his wife, and, and, and his kids for years. And uh, it's just it's just crazy. His kids are all you know getting ready to go to college, and I knew them when they were tiny, teeny, just babies. You know, six it's months, one one year old. Insane. So it's it's just it's just weird how the world works. And in Papa Bear, Sean Lockhart is a guy who I met through Maddie Vegas, the proxy, and. Matt said, I got a guy that you're going to like, and you two are very similar. You're going to be friends. And he was completely right. And Sean Lockhart and I have been friends. He now has three kids, including twins. So he's, he's crazy. He had a daughter finally too. So he's a girl dad as well. And, you know, he's, he's a young and up and coming guy who, you know, has, is not as well known in the content space as I think he will be. And, I like to think that I can recognize talent and I can see people who are really talented in this business and who could be something in the business. And I think Sean has a chance to be, a, a, I'm not going to say a star, but he, 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 he could right. be somebody in, in this business. So uh, the Props Arizona podcast, I think it's going to be really well received in Phoenix, but also I think people who are just looking for the regional pods, um, just good quality content, guys who are going to do stuff like this, right? Two people talking about sports, using sports gambling, but not being, you know, we're not drilling down and trying to solve, you know, world peace, if you will, just having to have, trying to have some fun. So, so 45 minutes before the kick for Cardinals and Rams will be me, Sean, Doug on the props Twitter account for Twitter spaces to give their picks and thoughts on the game, preview the podcast and all that fun, fun stuff coming up here today. Our pod, you guys can always subscribe to it, subscribe to the props, YouTube channel props, Arizona will be on that Boston versus the book every day on that all every day, Dave, when I go and set everything up, the number goes up and up and up. I love it. Just neat to watch the subscriber list on that list go up and up. And it's neat bet to see over. bet the over, absolutely. And then watch people go and subscribe on Apple to our podcast. You can rate, review, and subscribe to that. Um, it's fun when if I'm a little late, normally it gets up by three o'clock Eastern as I put it out. If it's like a couple minutes late, I'll get a DM. Hey, where's the pod? <laughs> so like that's that's cool it might be delayed today people because there's games all day and this guy's got the <laughs> wife at work and he's got a natural babysitter no, sitting upstairs that's why it'll be fast because i actually get stuff done oh good okay great right. i'm just sitting here watch this Stay game four point four point lead for purdue and double overtime here with a Ooh, buck 43 to go. play Right. Got a plus one Purdue bet riding on this to start my day one. Thank, we'll see. What thank happens. goodness we got far in the background. We got absolutely. Yes. Yes. Welcome to so much. Welcome to Matt Farrakeek. He'll Farrakeek. keep us online <laughs> on this as, as, as we roll here for everything. So, all right. Oh, there's a, Oh, he blew a dunk, but a foul. All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll go on this guy. I, I need to go watch this game. He's Dave. I'm Matt at Boston versus the book on Twitter. We're back tomorrow for another episode.